You're listening to the Moon Griffon Show podcast on kpel965.com. Listen all month to your favorite KPL shows for your chance to win $30,000. Get the KPL News app and play. The Fox Business Report is brought to you by Gulf Coast Bank, your local community bank. Whether your financial needs are for an individual, a business, or for the whole family, Gulf Coast Bank has the knowledge and products to serve you best. With nine convenient locations throughout Acadiana, you're never far from a friendly Gulf Coast Bank associate. I'm Connell McShane. This is the Fox Business Report. Coca-Cola was able to raise prices and still sell more of its soft drinks in the winter quarter. Its earnings and sales topped forecasts. The going out of business sale is starting at Bed Bath & Beyond. It filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy protection over the weekend, though... If a buyer emerges during the bankruptcy process, the company says it will instead pursue a sale. Truck stop chain Travel Centers of America says it has been talking with Arco, which wants to top BP's offer to buy TA, though the company says it plans to stick with BP because it believes the Arco deal is no better. And Jay Peterman, the real clothing company that was fictionalized in Seinfeld, is going public. Its stock launch will be on the NASDAQ under the ticker symbol JPO. That's your Fox Business Report. I'm Ginny Kosolda, invested in you. Do bank closures, inflation rate hikes, and the roller coaster of the market frighten you as much as it does me? You need to call Oxford Gold. Securing your IRA or 401k with real gold and silver is a portfolio protection plan, and Oxford Gold has made it as easy as one, two, three. One app, one call, and you pick the precious metals. That's it. You now own real precious metals. Call Oxford Gold today and learn more about the one, two, three protection plan at 833-404-GOLD. That's 833 Hey, everyone. This is Joe. Joe Cunningham. You can check out my show, The Joe Cunningham Show, every weekday from 3 to 4 p.m. right here on News Talk 96.5 KPL. News Talk 96.5 KPL, Burbridge, Lafayette, broadcasting from the Matthew James Tax and Wealth Management Studios, online at matthew-james.com. She helped President Biden push a progressive agenda. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. Susan Rice will be stepping down next month as the White House domestic policy advisor. After spending two years leading the president's agenda on health care expansion, gun violence and police reform, Rice was a longtime figure in the Obama administration, serving as both national security advisor and U.N. ambassador. In a statement, President Biden says there is no one more capable and more determined to get things done for the American people than Rice. As Fox's Jared Halpern, the president may, as soon as tomorrow, announce he's running for re-election. However, the polls are bad for President Biden. Seven out of ten adults don't want him to run again, according to NBC. Just 26 percent want him to go for re-election. Fox's Peter Ducey at the White House. In that same NBC poll, 6 and 10 do not want former President Trump to run, but he is the Republican frontrunner. House Republicans are planning a vote this week on attaching spending cuts to raising the debt limit ahead of a possible U.S. default this summer. President Biden opposes those cuts. House Republicans are also pushing this. The Border Reinforcement Act of 2023 would increase Border Patrol hiring, bring back border wall construction, and add more technology to address concerns at the border. The Biden administration has called on Congress to pass immigration reform, but several Republicans on the Homeland Security Committee have said they won't discuss immigration reform 
unless the border is secure. Well, that's Fox's Ryan Schmelz. People keep trying to flee the fighting in Sudan. U.S. Special Forces evacuated diplomats Saturday, but thousands of Americans remain in the African country. Republican Senator Bill Haggerty tells Fox. We need to be in a position to understand where they are to be able to protect them. Right now, all they've been told is that they need to shelter in place. But this is a grave concern. A man who judged the dancing stars on TV has died. Len Goodman was 78. He was the head judge on that TV show for 15 years until he retired last fall. America's listening to Fox News. I can't wait for what's next. Even with higher stroke risk due to atrial fibrillation and a regular heartbeat not caused by a heart valve problem. Eliquis, the Pixaban tablets, reduces stroke risk. It's the number one cardiologist prescribed blood thinner. Don't stop taking prescription Eliquis without talking to your doctor, as this may increase your risk of stroke. Eliquis can cause serious and in rare cases fatal bleeding. Don't take Eliquis if you have an artificial heart valve, abnormal bleeding, or have antiphospholipid syndrome. While taking, you may bruise more easily or take longer for bleeding to stop. A spinal injection while on Eliquis increases risk of blood clots, which may cause paralysis, the inability to move. Get medical help right away for unexpected bleeding or unusual bruising, or if you have tingling, numbness, or muscle weakness. It may increase your bleeding risk if you take medicines such as aspirin products, NSAIDs, SSRIs, SNRIs, and blood thinners. Tell your doctor about all planned medical or dental procedures. Learn more at Eliquis.com or call 1-855-ELIQUIS. Stocks are mixed to start the week, not moving all that much. The Dow is up 29 points. The S&P 500 is gaining four, but the Nasdaq is down four points. Bad Bath & Beyond stock is also falling. It can't fall much more, though. It's now worth just 20 cents. A year ago, the retailer stock was $20, but now it's ready to close for good. Bed Bath & Beyond has started its liquidation. It filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy protection over the weekend. Demand dropped off in recent years as it competed with online home goods companies. Bed Bath & Beyond tried tweaking its merchandise, but the strategy flopped. It plans to have its remaining 360 Bed Bath & Beyond and 120 Bye Bye Baby stores open along with its website for its going out of business sale. If a buyer emerges during the bankruptcy process, it will instead pursue a sale. Ginny Kosola, Fox News. The price of oil is up nearly a half dollar, back over 78 bucks a barrel, and its recent rise has us paying higher prices of the gas pump. They're up nine cents in the past two weeks. They are up 23 cents over the past month, and they're up 38 cents since the beginning of the year. The new price is $375. Shelby Lundberg survey stations across America. So does AAA. It's national average for regular gas, less than hers, $366 a gallon. At the movies, another super weekend for video game icon Mario. The animated feature made $58.2 million at the box office this week. Bowser is coming. I'm not afraid. I'll do anything for my brother. We're going to save him. And now stands at over $434 million in sales domestically and over $871 million worldwide. The Super Mario Brothers movie is now the highest-grossing animated release of the pandemic era. Fox's Kevin Uretsky, Evil Dead Rise, finished second with a $23 million opening weekend. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. It's time to win cash. Get your KPL News apps ready because here's your chance to win up to $30,000. Just enter the following code into your KPL News app where it says win cash and make sure you listen for more codes throughout the day because the more codes you enter, the better your chances. Here is your next code. Your code for this hour is 240. That's 240. 
Wincast, brought to you by Matthew James Financial, wants you to be a winner here on News Talk 96.5 KPL. Listen to your favorite KPL shows on demand now. Subscribe to the Moon Graffon Show podcast and listen to every hour of the show anytime, anywhere. Find more at kpl965.com. The views expressed in the following show are those of the hosts or hosts only. They do not represent News Talk 96.5 KPL or Town Square Media. Welcome, Moon Graffon Show. Great to have you with us on a beautiful day. It is Monday, best day to work week. Appreciate you joining us. Tell a friend. Make sure to let them know we're growing and we're talking about things that you're interested in or things you need to know. Or if you like to laugh, you can laugh at me or with me. I do not care. I'm, I'm good to go. Anyway, great to have you with us. 844-766-6607 is the number. It is a Matthew James Tax and Wealth Management hotline. If you'd like to be part of the program, don't forget to check out my good friends at MatthewJames.com, Matthew James. Dot com. So let's see. 71 Republicans in the House in Baton Rouge. Super majority. You don't need a Democrat to go to the bathroom. <laughs> That's kind of smelly. 27 Republicans in the Senate. You don't need a Democrat to go to the bathroom. You got two-thirds of votes. You run on less taxes. Cutting government spending down. You got a chance to do it. And here we are in the middle of a fist fight to see if we're going to spend every penny Bell Edwards wants to spend knowing he'll be gone. You got the leader of the Senate, Blank Page Cortez, today will lead the fight to spend every single penny. I'm just letting y'all know, I don't know who's going to be the governor. We're going to have a raucous governor's race for us over. Just trust me on that. This is April. Wait till you get to about all the, the new the the, the uh, advocate hadn't started in against Jeff Landry and whoever else gets in their way. This trust me, this thing's gonna get dirty because it always does. I mean, I'm not making a prediction. You don't know. It just it always gets dirty. The worst thing we can do is raise the spending cap to spend more money. We got budgets. We got a budget that has grown so much in the last eight years. And it's all because of federal money. We've done nothing from an economic standpoint to make it grow. And, and I'm going to get to that in a little bit. Ron Fauche, who they keep, <laughs> I love how the, uh, the advocate writes him, Ron, a nonpartisan political analysis. He's a liberal Democrat. That's, boy, hey, look, Ron has been a Democrat. In the, I didn't say a progressive, nutted up, crazy Democrat like we see now. But he's always been a liberal Democrat. Work with the lids, work with the, 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 but he sees something that, that people, it's amazing. And Brandon, I know this sounds cocky, but you've been with me almost nine years. They see it, everything I've been talking about for 25, 30 years. No, That's no. what blows my mind now. All of a sudden, everybody's come out to the world. Well, you know, we better work on this economy. 
I'm sitting here going, Ron writes a piece. I'm not cutting Ron. I'm glad Ron. It, it's going to sound like, you know what it sounds like? Once again, it sounds like toot my own horn. It's not what I'm trying to do. I'm just making a point. It sounds like Ron's been taking notes from the Moon Graphone radio program. <laughs> All these people now jump. they advocate. Everybody's jumping on the bandwagon. We need to quit spending, folks. We have a massive, massive spending problem here. Nobody wants to listen to me. That's fine. Just keep going down the same direction and watch people keep leaving. So let me just touch base with you. So the spending cap, the raising of the spending cap should not happen. If you have a Republican senator or Republican House member, don't let them tell you, well, if we don't do that, we can't fix this. They've been telling us that since Huey Long, and they haven't fixed anything. Cortez starts in, I think, appropriations today. He's going to make a sale how we got to spend that money. And he's going to make up all these lame brain excuses how the fortified roof program is $10 million. How we can't fix our roads and we can't do matching funds and things of that nature. Folks, I had a little birdie call me yesterday. We had a talk. It's a guy involved in Washington. And as you know right now, they're talking about raising the debt ceiling. We're talking about raising the spending cap. They're raising the debt ceiling. Either way, they want to spend all the money they possibly. And there's, 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 there seems not to be a breakthrough in Washington, D.C. You do realize, and the legislature, you need to tell them, they need to realize that if the federal government, and we need the federal government to quit spending money, one of the ways they're going to quit spending money is they're going to quit sending money to the states. So you need to ask your elected officials and Blank Page, Cortez, and the rest of them, what are you going to do if the, all of a sudden you find that you're not going to get 20% of the money from the federal government you thought you were going to get? But see, they don't care about that because Blank Page and Edwards and all them are going to be gone. They're going to be gone. Oh, look how great we did. Get pats on the back and help their buddies back home with the project. But if, what, what, you need to ask them, what if the federal government decides we're not going to spend one penny more, which we should, we ought to start deducting it, folks, we got so many people tied on government, it's not even funny anymore. It's sad. It's so sad that people have bought in that government is going to take care of them forever. Well, ask the people in Venezuela and Cuba, how that worked out for them? How's that working out for them? So we need to ask these lawmakers, especially Republicans. I expect Democrats to vote for higher taxes and spend every penny you can and every penny you can get. I, they have no clue, and they don't want to have a clue. But when Republicans can't step up, 71 Republicans in the House. You can shut this craziness down in the federal I mean, in the state government. You can shut it down now. We need to quit spending, folks. We don't have the economy. And by the way, my man Ron Fauchier says that. Like I said, I've been saying this. I don't say that to my, hey, you think you cuck, you know everything. I don't know nothing. But I, I know what I know, and I know what I'm watching. And I can see things that are maybe some of you can't. We, it's a disaster waiting to happen for the next governor. We don't shut the spending cap down. And, folks, if you have a, if you have a representative or senator who says they're going to vote to increase the spending cap, Okay, and increase and spend all this money that we got coming in for one-time money from the federal government. You need to tell them if they want to meet with you. I want to come with you. Let me come. Let me come with you. Please let me come with you, because they're gonna tongue twist and tie every dang thing if you sit with them and you don't understand what they're talking about. 
They're putting stuff under the budget line. Unless we increase the spending cap, we can't pay. Don't buy for that. That's the same thing the hospitals did. I remember we had a guy named David Calicott. He called and came on the program and called in one time. So I told him to come back when all this is over, when he gets his money. And he never, I mean, that was what, Brandon? Six, seven years, eight, eight years, whatever it was. We ain't seen Calicott since. Hell, he moved from where I'm at. <laughs> He's in the Shreveport area now. He didn't have a clue either, but he made his six figures. He had to go with the plan. Louisiana's conservative caucus supports existing expenditure limits. In other words, we don't raise the cap. The conservative caucus supports being fiscally responsible by paying off debt instead of spending money on the pet projects for campaigns or reoccurring expenses. Folks, Brett Guyman will be on this program tomorrow. Maybe Raymond Cruz. I'll be in Baton Rouge and guarantee broadcasting. They come in live, which reminds me, Brandon, I need to grab Matt to get another headset, if you don't mind, so we can, so I can do it because the way I'm set up, I just need that. If you can text okay. him for me, I should appreciate it. Uh, Louisiana Conservative Caucus organized to protect the unborn, defend our Second Amendment rights, and make our state fiscally responsible to advance those principles that our constituents elected us to uphold, we support keeping the current expenditure limit. In other words, we're not going to break the spending cap. We got to have 36 Republicans out of 71 in the House, and it's dead. We need less. We need half, a little bit over half, the, the state representatives, for you to call them and say, do not raise the expenditure limit. Do, we don't want to spend any more dang money. You have to call and tell them. The Senate ain't going to help you. I'm just telling you, blank page Cortez, what a joke. I'm, I'm just saying, folks, This is, I, I've told y'all this would be the biggest thing in the legislature. They're using, and Guyman in the fiscal office who came on the program, there's a reason why I mentioned him, the fiscal office, legislative fiscal office said, we have spent one-time money seven of the last eight budgets. All of Bell Edwards but one. Bell Edwards gets on... He does his state of the state. He said, we ain't used any one-time money. One year, folks. The facts are there. He lied through his teeth. He lied through his teeth, but that's normal for him. Folks, to break the current expenditure limit would allow unfettered government spending at a time when our state is forecasting future deficits and the most fiscally irresponsible action that we could take. This is the conservative caucus. They have a plan. And I'll share some of the plan, but tomorrow I'll give you the full take on their plan. Their plan is sound. Their plan is honest. Their plan is upfront. Their plan is excellent. And if we don't spend this one-time money on reoccurring expenses, that Bell Edwards said we wouldn't do it. We did it his whole dang time he was on. And he voted for six of the first seven Bobby General's budget, which did the same thing. So for Bell Edwards, in 16 years, he has pushed or voted for spending one-time money on re reoccurring expenses. He's done that. 14 of 16 years. But where's the advocate? Where's the people that write about this? Where's the, 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 the brainiacs of those folks? Nowhere to be found. They can't stand the truth. Okay, when we get back, I'll give you part of the plan, summarize it for you. I think it's something that uh, 
something that you need to know about. Folks, we can stop it. We can stop it now. We better start calling these Republicans and say, stop it. No more spending. I'm telling y'all, we're making a major mistake if we allow this to happen. We'll take a break. We'll be right back. Graffon, you know, when I want to go saltwater fishing, I call Captain Norman at A-Spec Charters. Captain Norman at A-Spec Charters is going to put you on the fish. Whether it be speckled trout or redfish, call Captain Norman now. 337-884-0658. 337-884-0658. It's called aspeccharters.com. Call Captain Norman. I just gave you a cell number. He wants to take you fishing. He wants you to have a good time. And you catch fish with Captain Norman. A-Spec Charters, Captain Norman, 337-884-0658. You know that Acadiana Security Plus is the best local choice for commercial security. But did you also know they are ranked nationally as a top 100 integrator? Acadiana Security Plus is your one-step technology partner, offering integrated intrusion and access control, state-of-the-art cameras with video verification, and mass notification. Their app gives you control from anywhere, so your business is always safe and secure. Call Acadiana Security Plus today at 839-1880. That's 839-1880 or visit getaspnow.com. Folks, if you get a chance to be in Shreveport or Baton Rouge, New Orleans, you know, and you haven't checked out Superior Grill and you like good Mexican food, please go to Superior Grill. Go check them out. You're going to enjoy Everybody that I've sent there have really enjoyed the great taste of Superior Grill. They love the food. It's a big menu. It's a lot of different things you can pull out from the enchiladas to the fajitas to the tacos to the quesadillas to the steak to the hamburgers. They do it all at Superior Grill and that sauce and that queso is all so good. All you got to do is find a way to, to Shreveport, New Orleans, or Baton Rouge and get the great taste of Superior Grill. But, hey, if you're home and you're in, the, in those areas and you want to cater and, and, and people like that, they cater. They can handle big groups. I've been there with many big groups and had a great, great time. They'll accommodate you. They'll accommodate you the best they can. You can pick up food to go as usual. Line Avenue in Shreveport, Government Street and Highland Road in Baton Rouge and St. Charles Avenue in New Orleans. Superior Grill. It's great. And next year, we're going to have one right here in Lafayette. So, Hey, check them out. If you're headed that way, make darn sure you go check out the great taste of Superior Grill. Need guidance? Welcome back, Moon Graffon Show. Great to have you with us, folks. Just trying to spread the word. They're trying to do it again. We're trying to see how much money can we spend. Folks, we don't need to spend. There's a plan. And Brett and him is going to come talk about it tomorrow. And it's a really, it's one of the best plans I've seen a state do. It's something we need. We don't need to spend this money. No matter what blank page tells the appropriations today, he's full of crap. I'm just going to, he's term limited. He wants to spend every penny to take care of his buddies. And I'm telling y'all, they got a plan that really, let me give you part of it. It's, it's real small. Do not exceed the expenditure limit. That's what I was talking about. I called it debt uh, spending ce- uh, ceiling, but it's, it's expenditure limit. They need to vote that down. They need 36 votes to kill it in the House. 
I'm focusing on the House because I've given up on the Senate a long time ago. I mean, you got some sleazebag Republicans in that, yellow Republicans in that, that ain't going to do what's right. And most of them are term limited. Second thing that you use a surplus excess to pay debt, free up recurring dollars for the next administration. That means whoever comes in, and a lot of people think it'll be a Republican, you better give him some room because we already know they're talking about deficits. Number two, improve the bomb rating. Number three, allows districts to, listen to this now for you people talking about teachers' pay raises. It's going to allow districts to do teacher pay raises from local money freed up by the debt payment. They're going to pay the debt now, okay? And some of these school districts are having to help pay the debt down. They can take that money and put it on teachers' pay raise. Boom! Reoccurring money. I mean, that's, <laughs> that's perfect. That ain't what they want in Baton Rouge. Part two, limit the growth in the budget spending, slowing the growth rate proposed by Bell. Freeze up additional reoccurring for the next administration. Almost $200 million, folks. Number three, deposit additional amount in a rainy day to hit the trigger in the 2021 tax reform bill, which decreases personal and corporate tax rates. Now, what's wrong with that? Remember they put those triggers in that tax bill, Brandon? I said, well, they'll probably never reach them. They can reach them by doing this, and then it decreases personal and corporate tax rates. Booyah! Everybody wins with this. Not just the political buddies. Not just the, not just the lobbyists. And God bless them. They ain't had to make money, and they, you know, they got to have lobbyists. I, I'm not cutting them in that way, but some of these lobbyists is about money, 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 and money. I was at that thing with the Louisiana family farm, and John Schroeder had a great line, Brad. He said it was, all, it was mostly pastors, okay, and, and, and people of faith, okay? And because that's what the family farm does. They bring in people from the church, and, and people get a chance to, uh, to, to witness what goes on. It's a cool deal. And, and Schroeder had a line. He said, I know in this room it's about God, it's about priorities, it's about this. He said, but in that building over there, that tall building, it's about money. And that's the sad thing about it is God has become, money has become our God. And the legislature knows that. They know how to buy people. And everybody here that I need is right over there trying to make sure they get. It's not smart to spend every penny you make. Try it at home. Try to spend every penny you make every month. Don't put anything back. Don't plan for a rainy day and see how that works for you. I lived that before. That wasn't fun. We don't need to live. Folks, our budgets are so out of whack because of the federal government. It, it, it's, it's, we don't need to spend another penny on anything. They just gave us a plan, and I went through the simple plan. They'll give a little bit more detail tomorrow. Freeing up money for teachers' pay raise at the local level. Helping teachers and, and school systems not be able to have to pay all this debt. Taking care of our retirement system. Now, people will tell you, you know, Guyman called me and said, you've been talking about this for the whole time you've been on the radio. I said, absolutely. I sure have. All this stuff I've been talking about. But we got to do something different. And wait till I get to Ron Fauché in a few minutes. I mean, he did. God of mercy. He, he could have called this Ron Fauché. He should have wrote this article. We, instead of election 
for governor must be about Louisiana economic future. It should have said we should have been listening to Moon for 25 years. Oh, I'll get to that in a minute. But I'm the bad guy. I'm the guy on the radio. I don't know what you're talking about. I ain't down here. Well, think about this. Look at what the people have done to us that are down there. I, I used to sit back and people say you take cheap shots, and I used to get on the guy named John Alario. They called him the kingmaker, 48 years there. He was the man. We lost two representatives under the man. We've lost hundreds of thousands of young kids and best and brightest because of the man. Well, not just him. Edwin and the rest of them. Edwards and this bail fella. Y'all keep buying into their crap. You wait till the smell hits you. We'll take a break. We'll be right back. Ron Foshe and what he said. I just can't believe what I'm looking at. We'll be right back. out of control. Louisiana's education system failing our kids and our economy, one of the worst. We need a new direction. We need Jeff Landry as governor, a former police officer, Army National Guardsman, Sheriff's Deputy, and our Louisiana Attorney General. Jeff Landry has a proven record of fighting crime. A small businessman, he successfully filled hundreds of jobs for Louisiana citizens. So Jeff Landry opposes high taxes and government red tape harming our economy. A husband and father, Jeff Landry knows all kids deserve a great education, not liberal politics pushed in the classroom. A leader standing up to Biden, protecting our pro-life values and Second Amendment freedoms, endorsed by the Republican Party of Louisiana. Our next governor... Jeff Landry. Paid for by Landry for Louisiana. Oh, Shucks, you've been hearing me brag about Shucks. been going there for many, many years. Shucks does a great job. If you like seafood, your you call has go been to forwarded to an automatic I'm voice message. right now, there's shrimp, there's oysters, there's fish, all fresh every day right off the boat. So if you want something fresh and you want fresh seafood, you got to go to Shucks. Don't forget, if you're having a party, call Shucks, let them cater the event for you, or you can go pick it up. Shucks, they're waiting on you. If you want a great time and you want great food, you got to go to Shucks in Abbeville. Shucks, oh, they're good. Louisiana is unique. The food, the festivals, even the bugs. It's termite season. Did you know termites are responsible for over $1 billion worth of damage in Louisiana alone? For over 60 years, J&J Exterminating has been shielding homes and businesses. 100% guaranteed against termites, pests, and mosquitoes. Louisiana-owned, customer-focused. J&J Exterminating. Call them today, make the pests go away. J&J Exterminating. Get the shield. Yeah. 
home. This hour of the Moon Graffon Show is brought to you by Matthew James Tax and Wealth Management. Online at MatthewJames.com. Welcome back, Moon Griffon Show. Great to have you with us, 844-766-6607. It is a Matthew James Tax and Wealth Management Hotline. A uh, couple quick notes tomorrow, Baton Rouge, uh, Brett Guyman, uh, may have a couple other people come with him to talk about what they really ought to do with the spin case. It's really one of the best plans I've ever seen, and it makes sense. And that's probably why they won't do it. <laughs> it makes too much sense. But I'm hoping they'll have enough people. they got to stop the expenditure increase. You got to f- go tell your 71 quote Republicans, some of them brand new, we want this stopped. Let's see who's conservative. We're getting ready to see on that one vote. And the Senate side, too. They'll probably all vote for it. But uh, the other thing is, Dr. K. Brumley's going to join us. Uh, he just coming back from a, a presentation, uh, I, th- I want to say, with the Heritage Foundation. And uh, we talk about uh, what they're doing with schools, the gender issues. Uh, salaries, what's changing, looking forward to, always look forward to talking to him. I think he's the right guy for the job. He's got a lot of guts and backbones. He's a smart guy, Dr. K. Brumley. So we'll, he'll be joining us here at about 10.06 today. All right. Uh, anyway, let's move on. Election for governor must be about Louisiana's economic future. I don't know how long I've been saying that. Uh, hey, Ron, why you didn't write this article when Bell was running? Bell ran on honor code. <laughs> Remember this. No honor code in politics. He ran on Medicaid increase, and he ran on minimum wage increase. And I, I've been saying for a long time, so you get out of high school, you get out of college, and you're going to stay here because you're getting Medicaid and, and a minimum wage increase. I mean, it, 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 I know you're going, ah, who would do that? Well, that's what they, that's what Bell brags on. That's what he, he thinks is the greatest thing in slavery. Media's right there to help him. Ron Foche goes, political campaigns tend to be lousy forms for discussing important issues. Critical topics are usually neglected and difficult issues are often avoided. You know the way they, you know where they avoid that too, Brandon? When the governor speaks to the legislature, he avoided all the kind. He didn't talk about his bill to let little boys play in girls' sports and go to girls' bathrooms. He didn't talk, he didn't talk about our migration. He didn't talk about real jobs. You're right. But don't forget to include political speeches at the Capitol are just as bad as political campaigns and lousy forms. So he goes on to say, our state faces enormous challenges, and we need to elect a capable leader with vision and practical plans. Hey, Ron, what was Bell's vision for this state? I've been saying this for eight years. What was his vision? Medicaid and raising minimum wage. He had no vision. No vision about jobs, and that's what Ron's getting ready to talk about, economy and jobs. Well, I don't understand something. Why is Ron Foshe stepping up and saying, talk about this, this election is about economy and jobs? I've been saying it for 25, 30 years. We're coming off of eight, this eight years of bail. You mean to tell me bail didn't fix it? If you'd have listened to the speech at the Capitol, and I was there, Ron, you'd have thought we saved the world, saved the planet. 
We're the greatest thing since sliced bread when you listen to Bell Edwards. But now you're coming back and writing a story how bad things are. <laughs> I don't understand that, Ron. Ron says, most importantly, the gubernatorial election must be about Louisiana's economic future. Really? Why you didn't say that when Bell came in? It's always been our problem. It's about growing government, and Bell put us on steroids in the same direction. Since Hurricane Katrina, why is Foche going back to Katrina? Why did you start at Bell Edwards' is eight years? Since Hurricane Katrina, the state has been living off of disaster relief, insurance proceeds, and lately federal assistance, assistance from the Biden administration. When that runs out, we have to rely on our own underlying economy to stay afloat. Have y'all ever heard that from this microphone? What's the panic for now? We got plenty of money in government. Nobody has stopped, and Bell Edwards is the worst stop and said, man, what about Brandon's kids or Moon's kids and grandbabies? Or what about your kids and your He don't care about that. He sees the green light and the green new deal. How come it's important now? Now that all these people have left. And he talks about that in the article. Like I tell, like I wrote down, hell, tell Bell. <laughs> hell, Ron, tell Bell. Medicaid expansion. Go dash Jim Richardson. Mr. Richardson. Well, thanks a fine fella and does a good job. He said he created 19,000 new jobs. Really? That's what he wrote. Bell went out there and spread the word. He said, Louisiana is a beautiful state with resources and resilient people. We produce large portions of American oil and gas, chemical products, seafood, and agriculture. Yeah, but you better go tell Bell Edwards because he's trying to get rid of all that for the Green New Deal. He is. I'm just telling you what the man's doing. He goes on to say, our population growth ranks 48th in the nation. Yep. Call jobs, Ron. Since 2020 census, Louisiana's population has dropped another 70,000. Tell Bell. <laughs> Hell, tell Bell. Don't tell me. Hell, tell Bell. In 2000, Louisiana had 400. Remember, Brian, you'll love this one. In 2000, Louisiana had 457,000 more people than South Carolina. 2000. For you people in Balkanville, that was 23 years ago. A coastal southern state of similar size, but tables have turned. South Carolina now has 818,000 more people than Louisiana. Now remember, we had 457,000 more people than them 23 years ago, and now they have 818,000 more than us. That's a shift, folks, and that's about jobs where I've been preaching from the microphone. Quit worrying about state government and state this and state that and government this and government that. You don't change anything. This is what happens. This is a number that just blew me away. And we lost two kinds. I was laughing. I told Brian, I said, I was watching sports. or re- Maybe I was reading it. And uh, No, it's Zurich Classic, Brandon. I think it must have been a doubles this year or something. And so when they showed the winning people getting their trophy and money and all, I guess it was standing in a group of people. Big John Alario, boy, he just, did he, he, did he have, have his bride to be with? Him? I didn't see his bride. <laughs> Wait, did they get married yet? Uh, or bride to be? 
I don't know. And, yeah, yeah. and I don't know. You have to ask somebody closer to the Edwin Edwards family. Yeah. <laughs> so that was old Big John, I thought. Oh, I ran and put him in this article. Under the leadership of John Olario, we lost two congressmen. Under the leadership of John Olario, South Carolina's kicking our butts. We were 450. Brandon, if I, I might be wrong. That's about a 13, that's about 1.3 million shift in population when you look at it. Sure, Folks, this is, this is what I've been preaching. And Ryan comes along 23 years later to write about it. This is what I've been talking about. Hey, you get too excited, Griffon. This, you're not going to change anything watching Paige Cortez go to appropriation today and beg him to spend more damn money. You're not. I'm never going to forget this figure. South Carolina, we had 457,000 more people. And by the way, when you people see me in the community, you ask me, say South Carolina, I'm going to throw this at you. 457,000 more people in South Carolina in 2000. They now have 818,000 more people than us. Folks, that's the kind of numbers. You know who these people are? The best and brightest are leaving. And under Bell, it's really picked up. And if you look at the census, because I did, from 2016 when Bell got here to now, it's getting worse and worse and worse. Because what does this man do? He ran the state into the ground. He's out there bragging about the unemployment rate. That don't mean anything. When you lose that many people, your unemployment rate goes down. People are not looking for work. Folks, I'm just being blunt. But I just read this by Ron Foch. And I went, where the hell you been? Somebody, you know, with the Internet, maybe he's listening to me. Let's take a break. I want to come back and wrap this up. 457,000 more people in South Carolina. Wheat, Louisiana in 2000. Now they have 818,000 more people than us. You tell me we're not going to lose another congressman. You tell me that. And I, you don't know what you're talking about. This ought to make people wake up and stop this spending expenditure deal. Tell Paige, just go home. Please go home. Take a break. We'll be right. And Edwards leave. Maybe Edwards will leave early. Leave it. We'll take a break. Line One is a business telecom provider. Line One specializes in cloud-based communication with superior customer service. If you're frustrated with phone bills, you can't understand. Endless hold time to customer support and phone system that is not meeting your needs, then you need to go to Line.One and schedule a free consultation to advance your business phone system. Line One Technology with a human touch. Go to line.one and tell them Moon sent you. Again, that is line.one. Hi, I'm Mike Gwynn with Gwynn Auction Company, and I would like to sell your used construction equipment, farm equipment, and vehicles. We offer flexible seller's options, including buyout price, guaranteed sales price, and straight commission. Whether you are looking to reduce a fleet, liquidate a business, or get a high wholesale value on your trade when purchasing new equipment, we have a plan for you. Give us a call today. Let's talk auction. 337-824-0422. I do want to mention my good friends at Louisiana Sportsman Coalition. This coalition is working to protect public access to our tidally influenced waters. There's a group called Louisiana Sportsman Coalition that's fighting for you and me to be able to fish all the waterways that we can't fish anymore. Folks, I'm telling you, if you like to fish, and even if you don't like to fish, this ought to be an important cause to you. You can't just call private water, I mean, public waterways private property. And that's what we do in Louisiana. So 80% of this tidally influenced waters down south are now you can't fish them. So why call it Sportsman's Paradise? Bassmasters ain't coming here anymore because they said the, 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 the rules of trying to get to places are so stringent and the laws are so stringent, they're not coming anymore. And uh, 
And so I'm asking you to join Louisiana Sportsman's Coalition. It's called joinlasc.com, joinlasc.com. We need people with the money to fight to keep us, the voices out there, to fight for us to be able to go fishing where we need to go, which is in our public waters. It's very important. Joinlacs.com. Chest all bro- Welcome back. Moon Show. Great to have you with us. Hey, folks, I'm asking you, if you got a Republican representative, okay, to tell them to vote to expand in the expenditures limit, okay, it's very important. I mean, somebody needs to call uh, that Hoover fellow, the one I say that sucks. I mean, he's, he's a term limited. He's looking for projects. Somebody needs to call and tell him no. He needs to vote right for a change. He voted with the fraud squad. They ought to vote right for us. And Chris Turner, old Turncoat Turner, the rest of them. Where's all these fraud squad members going to turn out? You know, something I missed on a friend of mine sent to me, made a great point. And I'm telling you all, these South Carolina numbers will never leave my head. South Carolina, we had 457,000 more people in South Carolina. And now South Carolina has 818,000 more people than Louisiana. That is a gigantic number. But here's what somebody made a good point to me off the air. South Carolina is getting is a growing state that's getting younger. We're an aging state, getting older. It's not the direction you want to be going in. That means your state is so much worse off, and it shouldn't be. I know people that people got good businesses there, make a good living. I'm proud of you. Heck, I make a good living. I'm thankful. I'm, the, I'm I promote businesses more than anybody. I love promoting business. I think it's the greatest thing to do here. But where would we be if we had good leadership? If John Alario's good leadership, we, we, we're horrible then. This Cortez fellow's trying to get all his money and spend every penny because he's term limited. Let me I'll give you a couple things Fauché says. By the way, you heard most of all this from the Moon Graffon Show. Quality of life ratings. Louisiana continues to language in the bottom based on 50 state ratings produced by U.S. News and World Report, which goes all over the country. Louisiana ranks 48 for economic opportunity, 47 for economic growth, 46 for health care, so much for Medicaid expansion, 48 for education, 48 for public safety, 45th for business environment, 47 for employment, 47 for infrastructure, 42nd for fiscal stability, and 49th for clean natural environment, which I care less about that. You think Louisiana suffers because we spend too little money. Now listen to this. When you start talking about spending caps and Blank Page and Edwards and these people want to spend money. I want you to let Paul Hurd is come on his program and mention this a thousand times. You ready? If you think Louisiana suffers because we spend too little money on government services, watch this. Think again. Louisiana's, Louisiana's annual state budget is for about $43 million up from 34 I'm sorry, $43 b- b- billion up from $34 billion just two years ago. And $17.4 billion more than it was 10 years ago. Nearly half the budget comes from the federal funds. Federal government. We are owned by the federal government, folks. 
This, I'm t- the federal government is in, they got a big fight going on right now with the Biden administration and the left who want to spend gazillions of dollars, whatever that is. And, if, and, it's, and the Republicans say, no, we need to cut back and slow this train down. And, and right now, if they don't come to some kind of agreement, which the Republicans are right 100% on this, but people out there are not going to understand how bad it can get until we hit a Great Depression. And I don't want to go there. But they're going to cut. The one cut they can make is money to states. Then what we do? We got all the spending level we need for the next five years. We need to shut down the spending cap. We need to shut it down. I'm not, I'm, I'm telling you, I'm talking about something that I, I understand. You got to be able to understand this. This is not that hard to understand what Blank Page and the governor's trying to do. So let me wrap this up. North Carolina has more than twice as many people as Louisiana, but you ready? You ready for this? Come on. But its state budget is lower than ours. Twice as many people. We're losing people. We're going to keep jacking the money up. Why? Somebody going to get paid out there. Louisiana got the best politicians money can buy. Candidates for governor this year must offer serious ideas on how to rebuild and diversify our state economic base. Most vitally, we need to give our young people opportunities for career advancement to keep them. Wow, you never heard that on the Moon Graffon show, did you? Did you? Now we need to bring our state to the 21st century. But this time, the job is even harder to achieve diverse long-term economic growth. We need an enlightened governor. Because we ain't got one now. Why don't you just say it? Because we don't have an enlightened governor now. He wants little boys to be able to go play in girls' sports and go to girls' bathroom. That's a fact. He can never run from it. That's the Democrat Party. They can't run from that. He's enlightened already. What we need is enlightened. We don't need a woke governor, and that's what we have. Louisiana's lost opportunities on mounting and new avenues for economic progress are narrowing. No, no, Ron. Bell fixed all that. Go tell Bell. Go tell, hell, go tell Bell. We can't do everything, everyone, all at once, but we must begin. That's why this election is so important. It was important last two times. People didn't realize it, Ron, because people like you didn't step up. Where was Ron? Where was Ron when... Bill Edwards was running for a re-election. Why didn't Ron help take Edwards down? Why did him and his buddies and the advocate keep pushing a governor who hurt this state? He's hurt it in a worse way. You can get mad at me for he's still the guy. Stay on him because of what he did, not for what he said. Only thing he wanted to do was increase Medicaid and expand minimum wage. Guess what? If he had increased, he did increase Medicaid. He didn't expand uh, minimum wage. Do you think that would have stopped the outflow of people leaving Louisiana? South Carolina, when 2000 started, South Carolina, we had more than 457,000 more people in South Carolina in, in the year 2000. In 2023 or 2020, whenever he took the last numbers, they have 818,000 more nuts, and they're, 
The population has gotten younger, more advanced, moving, not woke. I don't see South Carolina trying to let little boys go to girls' bathrooms like Bell Edwards did and vetoed a bill like four times, and him and his Democrat buddies stopped it. They finally got through on the, uh, the veto session. Of course, we gave up on other bills we should have overturned on him. Folks, see, Ron Foche is waking up like a lot of other people when I go around. I have people saying, Moon, people are starting to wake up. Well, I'm going to see that when the vote comes out next October. Folks, if you like Louisiana, the direction he's headed, then you love what Bill Edwards has really done to us. Spending more money is not the answer. And it's not going to be the answer. It's not the answer today. It ain't going to be the answer tomorrow. It's not the answer. Paige Cortez should be embarrassed going to the Senate floor with the probate. Probate ought to eat his rearing up. But they won't. You know why? Senate President Moon, I might not get my projects I need for my buddies back home. But go ahead and keep living in that world. You, you might not. You might, it, it, just think about it. Don't go for the projects. And your buddies back home get mad, but your kids get to stay here and go to work one day. What do you want, your buddies? Or you want your kids to hang around? I stayed at my buddy's house, Brandon, two weekends ago. I went fishing. And, it, and I might have said this on there. And I didn't realize they had four kids. And I didn't realize. I said, I knew they had a couple that were out of state. One had just graduated about a year or so ago. They're all four gone. They're all four in other states. That's incredible. But they thinking spending more money is going to save the world. No, spending more money is going to probably put money in their pocket one day. Like Bell with the Green New Deal. Ron's bragging about our chemical plants and oil and gas and natural gas. And Bell Edwards is shooting that crap down with his lawsuit buddies. It's time to wake up, folks. It's time to stop the spending onslaught that we can't keep up with. And all this federal government, all the mess they're getting ready to go through, we could be done in a few months if we're not careful. Take a break. Dr. Cade Brumley, Superintendent of Education, joins Here at News Talk 96.5 KPL, we want you to win cash. Here's how easy it is. Make sure you have our KPL News app downloaded. We'll give you 10 codes throughout the day, then enter each code you hear on the KPL News app, and you could win up to $30,000. And don't forget, there will also be 10 daily winners who will get $100 in cold, hard cash. Just remember, the more codes you enter, the better your chances. You could fill up your tank and your bank when you win cash. Win cash, brought to you by Matthew James Financial, happening now on News Talk 96.5 KPL, a Town Square media station. News Talk 96.5 KPEL, Brobridge, Lafayette, a Town Square media station, broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. Russia's foreign minister goes to the U.N., I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News, and right outside of it, New York City, U.S. Ambassador to the United Nations, Linda Thomas-Greenfield, again called for the release of Americans jailed in Russia. We will not rest, and we will not relent until Paul, 
Evan, and all hostages and wrongfully detained Americans are brought back. Referencing Evan Gershkovich, the Wall Street Journal reporter accused of being a spy, and Paul Whelan, convicted of espionage. His sister Elizabeth just said... Paul was given a horrific sentence of 16 years for a crime he did not commit. Last year, President Biden brokered a prisoner swap to free jailed American basketball player Brittany Griner, giving Russia a convicted arms dealer. The president may as soon as tomorrow announce he's running for re-election while his domestic policy advisor is leaving. Susan Rice will depart next month. She had led his agenda, which included legislation on stricter gun laws. And President Biden will today meet at the White House with the so-called Tennessee Three. Democratic state lawmakers outspoken against gun violence. President Biden commended state representatives just Justin Jones, Justin Pearson, and Gloria Johnson for leading a protest at the State House that led to vaults on their expulsions in the days following the deadly Covenant school shooting in Nashville. Jones and Pearson were voted out. Johnson survived by a single vote. County commissions later voted to return Jones and Pearson to office. Fox's Jared Halpern. Kim Potter was set free in Minnesota, now infamous ex-cop who served 16 months of a two-year prison sentence. In the accidental shooting death of Dante Wright in 2021, after Potter mistook her gun for her taser. During Potter's sentencing, Judge Regina Chu said the former officer was trying to protect a fellow officer as Wright resisted and fled a traffic stop in his car. The DOC saying that Potter will move out of state where she'll serve the remainder of her sentence on supervised release. That's Fox's Jeff Manasso. America's listening to Fox News. Wesley Financial Group is not a law firm. This story is called The Ugly Truth About Timeshare. If you think you've done your family a favor by buying a timeshare, you need my help. Hello, I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO and founder of Wesley Financial Group. Ten years ago, I started helping folks cancel their timeshare. In the process, started what's now called the timeshare cancellation industry. Timeshare is the only thing that you can buy that you can't tell me how much it's going to cost or when it's going to end. When you buy a timeshare, you give them a blank check to fill out any amount they want for annual maintenance and assessment fees. The crazy thing is, this never ends. Even when you die, your family's now going to be stuck with this burden. Stop the insanity today. Call my office now. If we take you as a client, I guarantee we'll cancel your timeshare or you'll pay nothing. Call for your free information kit. 800-838-2626. That's 800-838-2626. 800-838-2626. Your news update brought to you by Home Furniture Plus Bedding. Over 40,000 furniture and mattress choices in stock and ready for delivery. Home Furniture Plus Bedding. Welcome home. Partly cloudy skies across Acadiana today while those temperatures sit in the mid-70s. It'll be about 75 degrees out there for the high with winds from the northeast at about 8 to 12 miles an hour, which is a little bit cooler than you typically see in late April. Lows tonight back down in the 50s and warming up for tomorrow. We will be back closer to normal for tomorrow under mostly sunny skies and temperatures that are going to be getting into the late 80s. It'll be about 81 degrees out there for the high. Looking ahead through the middle parts of the week, scattered showers, maybe a few thunderstorms expected out there for Wednesday afternoon. That could be the case again on Thursday. A little unsettled there through the midweek. Clearing out by Friday, though, could lead to a few showers out Saturday morning. Tricky forecast coming up. And, of course, Festival International kicking off on Wednesday. Looks like most of the day is going to be okay, but it could be a couple showers that we have to dodge there throughout the course of the week. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm KTC Meteorologist Daniel Phillips on News Talk 96.5 KPAL.
It's time to win cash. Get your KPL News apps ready because here's your chance to win up to $30,000. Just enter the following code into your KPL News app where it says win cash and make sure you listen for more codes throughout the day because the more codes you enter, the better your chances. Here is your next code. Your code for this hour is 821. That's 821. Win cash brought to you by Matthew James Financial. Want you to be a winner here on News Talk 96.5 KPL. The views expressed in the following show are those of the hosts or hosts only. They do not represent News Talk 96.5 KPL or Town Square Media. Welcome back. Moon Graffon Show. Great to have you with us. It is a Matthew James hotline, 844-766-6607. You can also email me, moon at moongraffon.com, moon at moongraffon.com. Let's jump gears. We've got some other stuff on some of the topics we were covering earlier. But I want to jump gears. It's an honor to have Dr. Cade Bromley. He's superintendent of education in the great state of Louisiana. Dr. Bromley, how you doing, sir? Hey, Moon. Thanks for having me this morning. Man, it is an honor. It's always a pleasure to talk to you and see what's going on. I know uh, you, you just come back from the, what was it, the Heritage Foundation? Yeah, look, I was I was excited. I, I had the opportunity. I was invited to uh, be a guest speaker at the Heritage Foundation's 50th uh, Summit in, wow. in Gala. And so wow. uh, took that took that uh, opportunity to talk about some of the things we care about here in Louisiana. What, uh, and just just a little bit on this, what... What were some of your your points? Uh, somebody sent out a deal, making schools great again. <laughs> I kind of liked that. I thought that was kind of cool. What were some of the things that you talked to at this uh, summit? Yeah, look, it was uh, it was a really a good experience. Um, you know, right before I spoke, they had um, Senator Tim Scott spoke uh, from from South Carolina. Um, uh, you know, earlier, uh, Glenn Youngkin spoke, um, Ron DeSantis spoke, and so I was kind of there as a K-12 uh, speaker. And uh, the point the point that I tried to drive home really was just that, you know, I'm concerned that, that our schools are uh, being asked to and are, are, are going into the role of, of many things that, that feel like social agencies mm-hmm. instead of academic institutions. And so, uh, you know, I've typically said, like, our, our schools are ordained originally to be academic institutions. And so we we have to r- relentlessly pursue academic excellence um, and, and put our resources and our energy there. Uh, as as opposed to some of these these other types of endeavors that are that are being pursued, um, and I, I think that if we can focus on academic endeavors, we're more likely to get get better outcomes there. And so, but that's that's not the narrative, and that and that's not we're, what we're facing every day. We're facing onslaught of uh, of other attempts to do things that aren't aren't academic in nature. And you know, I just believe that 
you know, if we if we can do that, our kids are more likely to be able to achieve meritocracy and ultimately achieve the American dream, which is what I would, what I shared with the audience up there. Yeah, Dr. Gabe Bromley, superintendent right here in the state of Louisiana. Yeah, I, I, I don't think we realize the battles y'all have to deal with with like the president. Uh, I'm using I'm saying Biden at this time. It could be any president, but this president, when they start dealing in all the social issues. And then they start yeah. making these demands from the federal government. Let's just be blunt. Uh, we got a lot of money that comes in from the federal government in the school systems. And, I, and, I, and yeah. not just school systems, by the way, Dr. Brown, everything now. And I think when they send that money, they, they feel like they can demand us in South Louisiana, in Louisiana to do what they want us to do. And I, think, I don't think people realize the battles y'all have every day. Forget teaching kids, which is the most important thing. I think you just brought that up. But which I have to battle every day coming down from the federal government. It's this new way of doing things. Yep. Well, and, and look, our, our country, I, I believe one of the reasons that it is excelled over many years is, is uh, the belief in incentive uh, and merit. And that if you, you know, you work hard, you uh, try your best every day, you, 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 you pursue your gifts, then, then there's a reward for that uh, at, the, at, the end of, at the end of the day. And you, you get into a situation like in uh, Virginia uh, where the school was not telling kids who were national merit scholars that they were national merit scholars because they didn't want to hurt the other kids' feelings. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, that's lunacy. You know, we can. Can you imagine? You know, as a as a as a parent, and and telling your kid whether it's that, you know, the bus is going to pick them up at school, or you're in the drop off line, and tell them go work hard today, do your best. It's going to pay off. And, and the kid goes to school, they work hard, they do their best, but it doesn't pay off because it's it, they've been robbed of the merit. And so those are the things that you know that I think that that we have to be aware of, and we have to be vigilant against, so that we we can celebrate merit. But you're you're right. I mean. The, 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 the feds are consistently, you know, pushing uh, issues down to us. And most recently, the one that we uh, we see and we're most concerned about is the the new guidelines around Title IX. Yeah. Well, let me let's 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 talk a little bit about that. Uh, I want to know the policy, and, and I'm only going I'm going to bring up gender and Title IX, but I want to know the policy in Louisiana when it comes to gender. I mean, I'm not going to get in this and go back and forth in a bad way. I just want to know what is the policy that y'all go by dealing with gender? Yep. Well, I, I compliment our, our legislature on, on this particular issue. Um, last year they passed the uh, Fairness in Women's mm-hmm. Sports Act, mm-hmm. which basically says in Louisiana we're going to, to separate sports, sports based on biological sex. And so biological males, you participate with the boys. Biological females, you participate with the girls. And so we have a law in our state, the Fairness in Women's Sports Act, which is what, you know, I think we should be honoring. And so when we have uh, the federal government saying that that they're going to uh, further open up participation on sports teams based on a gender identity, not biological sex, um, which is what is taking place now in attempt mm-hmm. to do this, it sits in opposition of Louisiana law. And so people will say, well, you know, your position uh, against the, the federal government's, uh, what they're trying to do is expand Title IX, you're anti this or you're anti that. And I, and I don't think that's true. I, no, I am pro-dignity pro in women's sports, you know, and fairness in, in, in women's, set, women's sports based on biological sex. Dr. Bromley, let me just, I'm going to stop you there and thank you because I've been saying it for a long time. Anti this, anti that, know that. If you're pro-family, 
and you're pro, pro women's sports, then you can't be the other way. But it's not anti. I, I don't know you well, but I know a lot of people that do know you. And with, you're more pro than you're anti anything. But this is what they do with the argument. Because I say I want to I want to be for children. I want to be for girls' sports the way they are. I'm not anti anything. What you're doing is you're standing up for the young ladies, and I I'm admire what you're doing. I think that's what we need to be doing: standing up for women and young girls. Well, the 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 attempt of what's happening with with Title Nine uh, right now would would. Uh, require uh, schools uh, to accept athletes based on their gender identity, so what they believe themselves to be. Um, and in that, the letter from the from the federal administration, it says that this is an attempt to expand equality to all students. Mm-hmm. And see, I think this this is the antithesis of expanding equality, because you're you are at the same time denying biological females in girls' sports of 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 potential accolades and accomplishments that they right. could achieve right. for this for this pursuit. Yeah, I, I just think you're right on the money, and uh, I, it's the Title IX thing ought to bother bother everybody. Now, I made this comment before. This is not your comment, but I'd like for somebody like you know Kim Mulkey is now sitting on top of the world, and I love to see somebody. And I don't think you need anybody needs Mulkey to say anything, but it'd be great for her to say, "Hey, you know, this is a great woman's deal, and stick with the woman's stuff." I don't know if that helps you, hurts you, but it would be good if some of these, and they are starting to step out and say some things. And I was just using her as an example because she's the biggest name in sports in Louisiana right now. And uh, I know you don't need that, and I'm glad we're passing laws that you feel are very, very good. Well, and look, we, my agency, Louisiana Department of Education, we do not, you know, I want to be clear, we do not oversee high school athletics in our state. The, the, the mm-hmm. LHSAA does that. And so we, we do, we, we are, however, impacted by federal funds as it relates sure. to federal regulations. And so uh, things that could be in jeopardy here are, you know, um, meals for our, our kids that are, have, are, are the most challenged. Have they really threatened that? Have they really threatened to take that away? Yeah, so it's oh it's meals you're talking about. You're talking about services for special needs uh, students. You're talking about additional resources for communities that are economically disadvantaged in their schools through things like Title One, and so all of that comes into play with 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 the federal the federal dollars. And so I I have encouraged, and you may have seen, I sent a letter to our our uh, LHSAA and the executive director over there, and they seem to be on the same page from what I understand. And I appreciate that. That you know we we need to adhere to the law in Louisiana, which is the, the Fairness in Women's Sports Act. And, and, and frankly, I, I've had the conversation that if if the federal administration continues to pursue and go down this path, we're going to have to step up and challenge this um, because it, it, it sits in direct opposition to, to Louisiana law and, and also, in my personal opinion, just common sense. Yeah. Well, the good news is you did get the back end of the legislature. And uh, that, uh, to me, that that helped in the situation that y'all find. It's a shame, like you said, though, y'all finding yourselves more into the social stuff than you are into the teaching. And 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 how do how do we expect our kids to to move forward if that's what y'all got to stop and concentrate on? And uh, that would be and we, my- and we have we have plenty of work to do there. Mm-hmm. And 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 all of this is just a, a distraction when you know we need to be focused on ABCs and one two threes. Yep, no doubt. Let me take a break. We'll keep you for a few more minutes. His name is Dr. K. Brumley. He is the superintendent of education in the great state of Louisiana. 
doing a great job. He's having to work through a lot of stuff to get us there. Take a break and be right back. I'm Mike Gwynn with Gwynn Auction Company, and I would like to sell your used construction equipment, farm equipment, and vehicles. We offer flexible seller's options, including buyout price, guaranteed sales price, and straight commission. Whether you are looking to reduce a fleet, liquidate a business, or get a high wholesale value on your trade when purchasing new equipment, we have a plan for you. Give us a call today. Let's talk auction. 337-824-0422. Have you heard about stockapond.com? Are you looking to get into private bass and brim fishing lease? Or maybe fish stocking for your private lake or pond? Then Shepherd's Acadiana Fish Hatchery has what you are looking for in business for over 30 years. Shepherd's Acadiana Fish Hatchery offers the best private fishing lease and fish for stocking lakes and ponds in Louisiana. You can visit that website at stockapond.com. That's stockapond.com. Don't forget it, stockapond.com. Folks, my friends at Schumacher Homes are committed to making the custom home building process as enjoyable and hassle-free as possible. They recently took home Gold, the National Association of Home Builders, for best virtual sales experience from their website. Hey, that means it was easy, people liked it, and they loved what they got into. Provides homeowners with the opportunity to customize their dream home all from the conference of their current home. How about that for service? Plus, it even features an online floor plan finder to help you find a perfect match for your needs. SchumacherHomes.com. SchumacherHomes.com. Go to the website. Website account area is free, and it's a great way to start exploring building your custom home. They're going to build it from start to finish. They're going to walk with you every step of the way. SchumacherHomes.com. SchumacherHomes.com. If you want a custom home and you want it built right and you want to be proud of it, you owe it to yourself to go to SchumacherHomes.com, SchumacherHomes.com. I promise you, when you go there, it's going to be an experience like no other. SchumacherHomes.com. Let them build that custom home for you. Y'all listen. Free. Hello, welcome back. Dr. Kate Brumley, my special guest, and uh, he is superintendent of education right here in Louisiana. Dr. Brumley, and we've got, I don't know, six, seven minutes left. What are, Give us three or four things that y'all feel like, or two, a couple things, maybe you can elaborate on a couple things that you feel like y'all doing that will is, is, is really going to put Louisiana in charge and back on the map, so to speak, in education, where you feel like the kids are really going to be able to get something from it. Yeah, look, I think that's pretty easy for me. I think it's just some of the the, the foundational skills in the in the younger years. We we've talked before. Uh, we feel like our our policy going back to the basics on reading and math is is the right thing. We've we've done a lot of work over the last couple of years uh, with with policies and practices in the field on uh, returning to to phonics based uh, literacy instruction. So so teaching kids that letters come together and they make a sounds and sounds go together to make words and if we can put those together break them apart uh we're, we're going to have more fluent readers who can comprehend and 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 that had been sabotaged even over the last uh, decade plus uh, of all these other um, uh, attempts to teach children how to read instead of just these very basic attempts and so we feel good about that. We think it's the right thing to do. We led the country in fourth grade reading growth last year on the nation's report card. Um, but but up next, 
uh, moon, I think, is math and, and returning to those foundational math skills and, and, and not being distracted by uh, certain attempts to teach math, but understanding that those foundational grades, K, 1, 2, 3, uh, we, have to, we have to build those foundational math skills. We have to help kids be fluent in those skills. It, you know, it, it, it's okay, Moon, and we have to give permission to teachers to, to know it's okay to let kids spend time doing multiplication facts. To, to let uh, them spend time uh, measuring things, doing fractions. And we, we, we have gotten away in, in some places from some of just those basic concepts around early education. So we're, we're trying to return to those things. And I, and I believe it's going to make a difference. Yeah, you know, I tell people all the time, reading, writing, and arithmetic, you know, and it's still like that today, and you and me are a lot older than that. But it's still today, if you can read, write, and do arithmetic, there's nothing you can't accomplish in the United States of America as long as we stay free. Nothing you can't accomplish. I don't care what color you are. I don't care who you are. I don't care what gender you are. If you guys can get the basics and young people and they can understand how important that is, it's nothing they can't do right here in Louisiana. I think it's, I think it's those foundational years in, in teaching, reading, and math. And then fast forward to the high school a little bit and, and working to, to rethink that experience so that kids have ability for trades, crafts, and vocational skills and apprenticeships and credentials and really elevating that, that career in technical education right there alongside academic preparation for a university. And, and we're excited about our work there. And I think that, I think that not only will that, that change lives of, of kids who become adults, and members of our society, but it could it could reshape Louisiana in terms of a workforce, and so we're putting a lot of attention there as well. You know, but I think the state, if y'all can get things headed in the right direction, that and the state has to come up with ways to attract businesses. Uh, you know, I, I tell people all the time, Doctor Brunley, we we really do educate a lot of people. The people that want to be educated in this state, and I don't care what color you are, race, party, what you vote for really have an opportunity here because we know that because we got a lot of people leaving the state getting jobs in other places. And that's my big concern. Even with the ones that are being educated, which is a lot of people, still they look at opportunity and they don't see it here. And that's not your fault. That's not the fault of the school system. That's the fault of the uh, the so-called leaders. They have to get that right too. So when these kids do get out of school, they're educated, they'll have a place to go work here. Yeah, I was interviewing with a, a reporter uh, last week, and, and we were talking about uh, the out-migration of students from Louisiana. And I said, well, of course, education has to be better, but that's, that's, that's not a student making that decision. I mean, that's a, that's a family making that decision because of an economic policy or because of a crime rate or, or a combination of things that could and certainly does include education. But it, it's, it's not just one thing that has to get better. We, we've got to get better across the board. Yeah, and, I, and like I said, that's really not your field, and it doesn't need to be. It needs to be doing what y'all are trying to do. And uh, anything else real quick with about a minute or two left that you feel like y'all getting ready to try to implement, that you need help with the legislature, or anything you're working on, really? Yeah, so, so next year, next school year, will be our first year that our freedom framework for social studies education goes into, into play. And so these are our new standards for, for social studies education. They begin in the early grades with the American story, uh, so people, places, and papers that have been most important to our country's history. Through middle grades, they kind of align Louisiana history and, and United States history and when those things happen simultaneously. And they ultimately get to a stronger set of standards in our high schools. And so we are excited about the implementation of those. 
Look, man, only 12% of, of seniors across our country, not just Louisiana, 12% of seniors across the country are proficient in U.S. history. And that's a national security issue. <laughs> and okay. so we, we, we have been, uh, we work really hard on these new social studies standards uh, to teach uh, why the American spirit is one that needs to be free um, and, and what it means to be an American, understanding we've always been in pursuit of a more perfect union uh, in this country that's majestic. But it'll be, it'll be the first time this upcoming August that our social studies students in Louisiana begin to experience that. And we think that that's going to have a, a significant long-term impact. Yeah, well, I, I got faith that you did a good job to get the uh, person to get the job done. And uh, wish you the best of luck. You're always welcome here. Thank you, man. Thanks for having me. Yes, sir. God bless. Appreciate it. Dr. K. Brumley, Superintendent of Education right here in the state of Louisiana. Take a break. We'll be back. You're listening to the Moon Graffon Show. This thing on. is out of control. Louisiana's education system failing our kids and our economy, one of the worst. We need a new direction. We need Jeff Landry as governor, a former police officer, Army National Guardsman, Sheriff's Deputy, and our Louisiana Attorney General. Jeff Landry has a proven record of fighting crime. A small businessman, he successfully filled hundreds of jobs for Louisiana citizens. So Jeff Landry opposes high taxes and government red tape harming our economy. A husband and father, Jeff Landry knows all kids deserve a great education, not liberal politics pushed in the classroom. A leader standing up to Biden, protecting our pro-life values and Second Amendment freedoms, endorsed by the Republican Party of Louisiana. Our next governor... Jeff Landry. Paid for by Landry for Louisiana. Don't forget my good friends at Stein, and that's one of those great Louisiana companies. All you have to do is go to steinhome.com, steinhome.com, and check out their big sale I have going on now. They have the brochure on the website for you to go check out, but they got everything on the website. They got special financing for 12 months as well. So if you're looking for a big deal, you're one of those people that are looking for something in the garden area, lawnmowers or flowers or things of that nature, you need to go to steinhome.com. Wow, they got all the big names waiting on you. Better brands right here at Stein. So check them out at steinhome.com. They got a 2023 outdoor power equipment catalog, a new 16-page catalog available in all the stores now. Steinhome.com, Steinhome.com. Listen to me. Pick up your artist curbside. They got drive-through lumber yard. Stein is that great Louisiana company I've been bragging about for many, many years. And you can order online and go pick it up. Choose the better bucket. Our friends at Stein. Steinhome.com, Steinhome.com. This hour of the Moon Graffon Show is brought to you by Matthew James Tax and Wealth Management. Online at MatthewJames.com.
Hi, hello. Welcome back. Moon Graffon Show. Great to have you with us. Matthew James, Tax and Wealth Management Hotline, 844-766-6607. Let's jump gears, gears and head on down to New Orleans. Arthur Dupree joins us. Uh, Arete Scholarship Program, a scholarship, I say. Uh, Arthur, how you doing? I'm doing well. Thanks so much for having me, Moon. Oh, oh no, no, sir. I'm looking forward to talking to you. Uh, let's talk about, for, first of all, let's talk about what this is all about. Sure. Arete Scholars, we are a nonprofit, Moon, and we we exist to try and give every child what, what every parent wants for their child, and that's simply not only the best opportunity to get a quality education, but to empower every kid with the tools and with the resources to have the best opportunities in life and to help them realize their greatest God-given potential. And so that's what we do. Education is certainly a big cornerstone of that, um, but beyond just that. So just trying to serve as many kids and families as possible. Well, tell us what it does, how y'all serving people, how does this work, how can people be involved, and things of that nature. Yeah, absolutely. Well, so first and foremost, you know, again, we start with education. And as you know, education is, is such a transformative element of a person's life. And we try and provide every kid access to the elementary school or high school of their choice, where as parents, you know, you know what the best opportunities are for them. You know what the best learning environment is for them. And sure. you know really what their needs are. So we want to ensure that every parent has a true choice in that. And so one way that we're able to facilitate that is through tuition scholarships, which allows them to, to help afford, you know, the cost of tuition. And we have 174 schools across Louisiana Moon. And so just giving parents a, a really great spectrum or portfolio of choices so that they have not only the funding through the support that we get through individuals and, and businesses across the state, um, but they have a, a really great array of options to be able to send their kid to so that it, it becomes a really transformative education holistically for them. Well, now l- let's talk a little bit about how do people qualify for the type scholarship that y'all are giving out? Is this only for private school, parochial schools? Talk a little bit about how people qualify to, to have one of those scholarships to be able to attend a school of their choice. Mm-hmm. So they, parents find out about our program. It's all word of mouth, really. And, and when they apply for our scholarship, it's actually not based on anything related to academics in the sense that these aren't scholarships for kids that are high achieving necessarily. To qualify for, for an Arete scholarship, it's really focused on one particular element, and it's purely that you come from a family that's, that's really struggling financially. So it's, it's a need-based scholarship. And so families apply to us. We qualify them based on that income level that we talked about. And just for a little color moon, it, it, we're talking about a median income of $38,000 for the families that we serve in Louisiana and uh, a household size of about you know four people. Many of those families are, are single parents, single moms, um, you know, with a few kids. But so they'll they'll apply to our scholarship program, and then through that, they're able to take that scholarship, which on average is about four thousand five hundred dollars, mm-hmm. and uh, they're able to take that to the school of their choice. And it's it's just amazing when you see them get into these schools, how they absolutely flourish, not just academically, but but, uh, you know, socially, spiritually, you name it, that just the satisfaction of these parents and of these kids is, is off the charts. Yeah, and, that, you know, uh, by the way, I'm talking to Arthur Dupree, a read scholars, and he's talking about scholarships for certain people. to help. And I, and I guess the goal is to get people in a better school 
situation to help that kid uh, grow as a kid and, and, and be able to be taught the way they want to be taught. Do you have a number of scholarships that you actually give? Number one. Number two is do you expand it? And then number three, have there been success stories that y'all can say, hey, we've been doing this for a certain amount of time and we're very successful with this? Absolutely. So it's it's amazing. We started in 2010, Arete did, and uh, but then we in Georgia, and we launched as the first scholarship organization, or what people know as an STO, a school tuition organization. We launched as the first one in Louisiana in 2013, and and uh, I tell people we started on a on a shoestring. I mean, we were we were MacGyver in this thing. Fifteen children. $60,000 in scholarships and just trying to, you know, use floss and bubblegum to put this thing together and how we've been able to grow since then and the amount of kids and families we've been able to serve, uh, you know, just at the end of this school year, we're finishing up. We'll have provided over 4,300 tuition scholarships, uh, close to $18.5 million. So we've, we've come a long way since then, and, and it's really been through the generosity of people in the Louisiana community, individuals, business owners, uh, corporations. So this is, and, and even, you know, teachers, everyday people uh, participate in this program and support scholarships. And um, and so this year, and, and I'm really appreciative that you asked the question, you know, this year we've been very, very fortunate to be able to grow quite substantially. Good. You know, we're finishing this. Oh, go ahead. No, I'll say good. That's a good thing. Oh. Yeah, so we, we're very excited because we just finished with uh, about 900 children on our scholarships this school year in Louisiana, which is more than double what we had the year before. But this school year, we're hoping to provide over 1,500 kids with wow. a scholarship, um, which would equate to, you know, a, about $5 million in scholarships. And so it's, again, the growth that we've been able to experience and really just the impact that we've been able to have in a very in a very positive and profound way is, is uh, it's a gift that we're able to, to do this. Do y'all have schools located basically all over the state, Arthur, or is this just certain areas of the state, or is that something they get in touch with you? Because, I mean, somebody's going to have to be close to a school to be able to get to one. Yeah, you nailed it. And, and transportation's a big issue for families, so even more, to your point, even more the emphasis of needing to provide a lot of great options in all corners of the state. And I can't remember off the top of my head how many parishes that we that we have students on our scholarships in. It's, it's quite a lot, but we have schools in just about every corner of the state, you know, from Homa, Thibodeau, all the way up to Shreveport and everywhere in between. So we, we try and cover every every region and make sure that every family and just about every community in Louisiana now, has what, the option and the opportunity. What is there a certain grade you start with these kids? And if you start with them in a grade, do you do you work them all the way to the time they gr- uh, graduate? How, how does that work for somebody coming in? What age and what grade are you looking for? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so a lot of a lot of times we have kids that are coming in the younger grades, you know, kindergarten through third grade, sure. and uh, which is which is fantastic. I mean, is is you know, Doctor Brumley. I know you just had Doctor Brumley on, and as as he would say, and he would be able to explain, just that's where so much growth and formation happens for a kid, especially around. You know, areas like reading and literacy, which is such an important issue in our state these days. But you can qualify at any grade level. And for us, Arete, we, we provide scholarships starting in kindergarten. And that child could take it all the way through wow. to the doorstep of graduation and heading into 
college or into a great career pathway. So it's K through 12. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't think you would pull a rug from what it was saying that. I'm just kind of curious because, okay, where do people go to find out more about this? Sure. It's www.oretescholars.org, and that's A-R-E-T-E, oretescholars.org. And there's so much on there for for prospective families. And look, Moon, our our application for scholarships will be open until May 31st, and and we have open slots. So we want to be able to to exhaust all those funds and give as many families the opportunity as possible. And for people that are looking to support the program, you know, the, the, sure. the need always surpasses the funding. And uh, I think that's just the reality of, of um, you know, where families are right now and their educational journey. So people of any, you know, any income level can support this program. It's certainly not something just for the wealthy. It's for everybody to participate in where every gift matters because every child matters. But, you, but I want you to say, tell me one more thing. I'll give you, let you give out the website again. These are for mm-hmm. people that have kids that make less, 38000 or less, correct? So it's about, it, it really depends on their household size. That's okay. a good question. But very simply, the, the maximum, the most that a family can make is two and a half times the federal poverty line. So what that means is best case scenario for that family of four I was talking about, I think it's right around 64000 before taxes. But I think, again, the overwhelming majority of families that, that apply to our program, they're in much more dire need than that, where their income is hovering, you know, around 38000 before taxes. Okay. Okay. No, I, I want people to know so you don't have everybody trying to get in the scholarship program. But, I think, <laughs> but I'm sure if they go to the website, that's on the website. People can find out if they qualify or not probably pretty quick. That's exactly right. And, heck, I, I wish this program was around when I was a kid. I'm, I'm one of 11 kids, Moon, so – if you know anybody under five feet tall in New Orleans, we're probably related. Um, <laughs> so it's, it's just something that that would have been a beautiful gift for our family because my parents sacrificed and struggled quite a lot um, to put all 11 of us through private school because they thought it was the best opportunity and the best fit for us. And that's coming from my mom, who's a public school educator, uh, just a family of educators. But so it's, it's, a, it's a beautiful program. It's deeply impactful and uh, it's the success stories, like you alluded to earlier, are just off the charts. Um, and we, they pour in every day of just, you know, parents that are so grateful, alums that, you know, are off pursuing their dreams and, and, uh, and realizing their potential. And that makes all the work that we do uh, just so worthwhile because there's nothing greater we can do, man, in this world than the to be able to empower another person and help them achieve their dreams. Well, I appreciate it, Arthur, Arthur Dupree, and we appreciate it, man. Good luck to you, and I, I hope uh, people will provide some help and find those people that need some help to, to go through school. Great idea. All right, thank you, sir. Thank you, Moon. Take care. We'll do it again. Thank you. All right, we've got to take a break. More to come. Moon Graffon Show. Don't go nowhere for When you think about how you'll spend your money in retirement, what comes to mind? Probably travel, sunny beaches, and spoiling your grandchildren? But a recent survey found that over 30% of every dollar a retiree spends goes to taxes. 
Baby boomers were told for years to save money in their IRAs and 401ks and pay taxes later. Well, now that day has arrived, and boomers are shocked to see a third of their money going back to Uncle Sam. John Blanchett and the Matthew James Financial Group can help. What if you could? Protect all mostly retirement wealth from future tax rate increases. Achieve a zero or near zero effective tax rate for most of your retirement years. Find out more. 337-366-8366. Isn't it time you got a second opinion on your wealth and retirement outlook? Learn how you could potentially kick the IRS out of your IRA. 337-366-8366 and online at Matthew-James.com. Hi. I'm Mike Gwynn with Gwynn Auction Company, and I would like to sell your used construction equipment, farm equipment, and vehicles. We offer flexible seller's options, including buyout price, guaranteed sales price, and straight commission. Whether you are looking to reduce a fleet, liquidate a business, or get a high wholesale value on your trade when purchasing new equipment, we have a plan for you. Give us a call today. Let's talk auction. 337-824-0422. Is your land working for you? The mission here at Magnolia Land Management is to make sure your land works for you. You own it, but we work it. Magnolia Land Management forms alliances with landowners to help them maximize the potential income that can be generated from their piece of land. Agriculture contracts, leasing and property contracts, timber harvesting programs. These are just a few of the types of services we provide families to help turn their dirt into revenue. So if you're thinking of selling your property, don't. First call Magnolia Land Management at 337-329-6742. Now that the day's are Welcome back. Microphone Show. Great to have you with us. 844-766-6607. See, folks, helping people give away scholarships and money. The Microphone Show. Talk radio. People helping people. Anyway, it is at Matthew James Hotline, Tax and Wealth Management Hotline, if you'd like to be part of the program. Uh, I want to go back. I got to write. Uh, somebody wrote me a moon on Thursday last week. I attended the Clean View Summit. John Bell was a keynote speaker, and he talked about how the economy is the best in Louisiana since he became governor. See, that's what I'm telling Ron, tell Bell. Bell's got a totally different view than because Bell's a politician. Bell's getting ready to leave. Bell's going to tell you about it. And everything Bell brags about is all his government money that came from the federal government. He said he talked about how great unemployment was. I ended up walking out the room. Yeah, I know. I left the room early when I watched him speak. Uh, <laughs> I had to leave early. I could not stand listening to one more word when I was sitting in the legislature, listening to this, this make-up stuff as you go. And that, that's the kind of stuff that he's been doing because nobody's ever challenged him. And if they're not going to challenge him, he's going to keep on going with it. You know? Uh, I'm sitting here watching people leave. Even Ron Foche, who's a Democrat on a good day, uh, he's, he's doing the same thing. I mean, he's doing the exact same thing. He, 
you know, he's starting to talk about things. Yeah, I found this out, but somebody just wrote uh, Tucker Carlson out at Fox. That's hitting the news way. Uh, Tucker gone at Fox. Mangino gone at Fox. Of course, Dan's deal, he explained here. I don't know why Tucker's leaving, but Tucker Carlson. I guarantee the left is tickled to death that Tucker Carlson's gone. They are going to be jumping. You know, it's a shame. CNN, MSNBC, ABC, NBC, CBS, that lie all the time. Big time liars. Nobody ever sues and goes after them. I told y'all, and I didn't make it up. I mean, I don't hardly ever watch none of that stuff. Get around election times and the federal election. I might start joining in three or four weeks. I don't watch all that stuff. Where you get your news from? I read. The art of reading, checking stuff out, reading for yourself. I don't need personalities to tell me everything. I don't. Some people do. I get it. You, you're not reading it all the time and doing stuff. Uh, but Carlson, Tucker Carlson out at Fox. And he was branded. How big was that? How big is he? I mean, he, he got massive over there. I mean, it's, uh, that's huge. So do you think uh, Fox is going to go – Middle of the road, left. I always thought mm. Fox was a little middle right. Yeah, yeah, I didn't think Fox was really that right, but they were thought they were more middle right. But the bottom line on any of this stuff, admitting what they admitting and losing all that money, you know what? Right anyway, you got to pay eight hundred million. You you get rid of <laughs> what was Fox? Uh, what was Tucker Carlson making? I wonder. Oh, remember, I'll look remember, that up in a second. Well, you remember uh, Bill O'Reilly was making about twenty million a year. Yeah. But you were told, without saying anything, there will be other names that are going to be gone. Yes. There will be other big names you can expect to see leave. Yeah. Dan was Dan was like the first. <laughs> because Dan Bongino, yeah, Dan I mean, that was... something totally different than why he left. Well, he said it's contract talks. They, they, they were, yeah. He said it was a contract thing. He said it was a contract thing, then it was, became a family thing. He, mm-hmm. he needed to move on. Yes. So, all right, let's go to phone lines. Chuck in Lake Charles. How you doing, Chuck? Moon, how are you doing, buddy? I'm hanging in there, sir. Good to hear from you. Can you hear me okay on this iPhone? I just want to make sure before I start talking. Yes, sir. You're coming in loud and clear right now. Thank you. Hey, uh, I used to listen to you a lot. Met you a couple times up there in Mon- Fun Row, as I like to call it. Yes, sir. And, um, hey, I just got an old man rant I want to get into, and I'll try and stay on point. It's going to be impossible, but... It's real interesting how uh, all these we got all these green projects, like all these bio waste uh, projects, and we got all these carbon capture projects, and everybody's getting all excited about them and stuff like that. And they're ludicrous, you know. People that are, you know, they're they're conservatives and stuff, and they're going to build something like in Colombia. They're going to build something, you know, just like they got their North Monroe, where they make those pellets because that helps England keep under their carbon number. But it's a lie because they don't count all of the carbon that's involved in doing that process. And now they're going to do, they got one over here outside the Ritter in Bonweir, Texas. They're going to get biomass. They're going to build a pipeline to LAX airport and send green jet fuel all the way to LAX. And you know who's paying for it? You know. You and me. And then, but yeah, well, shoot, our great, great, great grandchildren. And and sure. then, like, they're doing stuff in Baton Rouge. It's like, oh, this carbon sesquation, you know, whatever that word is where you take carbon out of the air and put it in the ground. It's like, dude, that's that's crazy. You know, uh, it's just, 
if you John Kerry if, run a muck. If you take away the money involved in that, they would be dead on arrival. Putting air in the ground yeah. is about the dumbest thing I ever heard, unless you want to make money. And it's all that everybody, people that bought into the, I'm telling you right now, Chuck, wearing a mask was an outright lie. This is the greatest lie. I think the Green New Deal is communism. I think it's Satan. I think it's communism like we've never seen. I got a story right here, Chuck. You know what they want to do now? They want to hey, stop. Hey, hey, hey Moon, yes, 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 the communists ain't the communists ain't ever come over this kind of stuff, buddy. No, you're probably right. All but right, this is this is a whole new level of stuff. But I was reading a while ago. I told Brandon I was falling out laughing. Now you know what they want to do? They want people to quit producing so much rice. A rice feeds a lot of people, and they want to. The, the, uh, they want to. They said because it produces too much methane emissions. Rice. Cut back rice bread. These people are serious. Oh. This is what's sad. All this stuff you're doing with putting yeah. carbon in the ground and all these projects, all are under the same level level of communism, yeah. so, or you, Satanism, or whatever you want to call it. I mean, you're you're aware of the United Nations and how they're pushing the EU, and they're getting rid of farming in, and I believe it's the Netherlands, which I believe is like the number one or number two producer of agricultural projects. They're taking farms away from people, and then. You know, and I apologize, but watch this. Watch what I do here. You go up. They got a Clico plant there in Alexandria. It's an old uh, coal plant. Now they're gonna. You know what they're gonna do? Now they're gonna put solar panels out there on the ground yep. that the plant used to have to make power, and it's not gonna give us enough. So my my point here is not so much with the Democrats and what they've done because hats off to them. They got their stuff together. My big point is these industrialists here in the state of Louisiana, they never want to process and tax. They don't want to pay their fair share. And I'm a Republican, okay? But it's like they're, now they're getting this free money and they're and, and the, the people on LinkedIn and stuff like that that are giving thumbs up to it, it's all these freaking consultants that are coming in. And they're like, rah, rah, rah. And, you know, they're going to destroy – they have destroyed – the hardwood timber in Louisiana. I mean, it's, God help them, it's almost gone. They turn it into pulpwood, and now they're going to, you know, they say we're going to go out and pick up these uh, sticks and brambles and stuff. No, they're going to be eating whole forests for all this stupid biomass stuff. It's just like yeah. turning corn into yeah, I gotta go. I got to go, Chuck, but thanks for the call. News Talk, 96.5 KPEL, Brobridge, Lafayette, a Town Square media station. Broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. This is Moon Graffon. I've always believed there's two types of fishermen. There are people like me that love to fish. And there are people like Don Dubuque who can catch fish. And that's why you need to listen to the Outdoor Show with Don Dubuque Saturdays from 5 to 7 a.m. Here on News Talk 96.5 KPL. Brought to you by Louisiana's number one Chevy dealer, seven years. More Americans want out of Sudan. I'm Lisa Brady, Fox News. Secretary of State Antony Blinken says dozens of Americans have expressed an interest in leaving after embassy personnel were evacuated from the fighting between rival generals. The decision to suspend operations at the embassy, remove our personnel from their assigned posts, is among the most difficult that any secretary has to make. But my first priority 
is the safety of our people. Blinken says they'll try to help others who want to leave while noting that most Americans there are dual nationals and that there are no plans for a mass evacuation. On the eve of a possible re-election announcement, President Biden will focus on gun violence, meeting today with three Tennessee state lawmakers who recently faced expulsion votes for leading a protest on the state house floor after a mass shooting at a Christian school. The president facing some criticism for not meeting with victims, families. Support for an assault weapons ban slipping in a new Monmouth University poll. Though support for other gun measures remains widespread, including 81% backing background checks on all gun purchases. Closing arguments begin at the trial of five Proud Boys members, including the group leader, Enrique Tario. Jurors saw posts and text messages of Proud Boys members celebrating the January 6th riot at the Capitol, and many had participated, though Tario had not. After the riot, though, he messaged one member, writing, make no mistake, we did this. But jurors heard from former Proud Boys members as well, who said there was no set or coordinated plan for the Capitol, though one former member, Jeremy Bertino, has already pleaded guilty to seditious conspiracy, and he testified to the jury. During two separate trials, members of the Oath Keepers group were convicted of seditious conspiracy, including leader Stuart Rhodes. Other members were convicted of conspiracy to obstruct Congress. Fox's Jessica Rosenthal. America is listening to Fox News. Wesley Financial Group is not a law firm. This story is called The Ugly Truth About Timeshare. If you think you've done your family a favor by buying a timeshare, you need my help. Hello, I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO and founder of Wesley Financial Group. Ten years ago, I started helping folks cancel their timeshare. And in the process, started what's now called the timeshare cancellation industry. Timeshare is the only thing that you can buy that you can't tell me how much it's going to cost or when it's going to end. When you buy a timeshare, you give them a blank check to fill out any amount they want for annual maintenance and assessment fees. The crazy thing is, this never ends. Even when you die, your family's now going to be stuck with this burden. Stop the insanity today. Call my office now. If we take you as a client, I guarantee we'll cancel your timeshare or you'll pay nothing. Call for your free information kit. 800-838-2626. That's 800-838-2626. 800-838-2626. Your 24-7 news source on air, online, and with the Cape Hill News app. Now the headlines from the Cape Hill News Center. I'm Bernadette Lee with your news update. New Iberia police have arrested Juan Williams on charges of attempted second-degree murder, as well as other things in connection with the shooting that took place Sunday morning on Walton Street. The victim in the shooting is said to be in stable but critical condition. A second arrest has been made in the shooting death of a Louisiana high school softball coach. Last week, authorities arrested Andrew Camp, the son of former Calvin High School softball coach Chad Camp, on manslaughter charges. Jessica Shea of Winfield has also been charged now in the case. Legislation to add exemptions for rape and incest to the state's abortion ban has also prompted other legislation this session. Lyft Louisiana Executive Director Michelle Ehrenberg says House Bill 461 by Representative Mary Duboisson would make it easier to get an abortion to treat miscarriages, mainly getting one doctor to sign off on an abortion instead of two. So this would ensure that patients who are experiencing miscarriage or other serious pregnancy complications can access timely and appropriate health care. Now, House Bill 522 would change penalties that could be imposed on medical providers. Instead of prison time, it would be a fine. 
Ehrenberg says many physicians are fearful of what could happen if their medical judgment to end a pregnancy is questioned. That is later second-guessed by another doctor or even the attorney general that they could face 10 or maybe even 15 years in prison. Ehrenberg says there's overwhelming public support to make changes to the state's abortion ban, and she's hopeful legislators will listen this election year to their constituents. And to give medical providers the comfort that they need to be able to provide what has in the past been a basic standard of care in dealing with pregnancy complications. And a bill to make it legal to have your pet buried with you will be heard in a House committee today. Brooke Thorrington has more on our story. Looking back on my veterinary practice, several of my clients had their pets cremated with the intention of burying them or putting them in a casket with them. Minden Representative Wayne McMahon admits he thought it was already legal to have your pet's cremated remains buried with you when you die. But in Louisiana, it's not. The bill only makes it legal and it's up to the cemetery to allow it or not. The only opposition he's had is from the Cemetery Association. But I think they're working through that and understanding that um, it's not going to be a big issue. I'm hopeful for uh, their support. I'm Brooke Thorrington. A small grease fire broke out at Wendy's on Ambassador Caffrey and Lafayette at around 1 o'clock Saturday afternoon. The restaurant sustained some smoke and water damage. It's been closed since the incident for cleaning. According to reports, it should be reopening as soon as the cleanup is complete. Louisiana lottery officials say a Powerball ticket sold in Opelousas for Saturday night's drawing is worth $100,000. The ticket was sold at shortstop number seven on Cresswell Lane. It was one of the three big Powerball winners sold in the state over the weekend. That's a brief look at news. I'm Bernadette Lane. Your news update is brought to you by Home Furniture Plus Bedding. They have over 40,000 furniture and mattress choices in stock. Take a look at homefern.com. Partly cloudy skies across Acadiana today. Temperatures are going to be getting into the mid-70s. A little cool out there for this time of year. Winds from the northeast at about 8 to 12 miles an hour. Overnight lows dipping down into the upper 50s again for tonight. Mostly sunny skies coming up for tomorrow. Looking a little more unsettled, though, starting the midweek with scattered showers out there on Wednesday and Thursday. Looking better, though, by Friday. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm KTC Meteorologist Daniel Phillips on News Talk 96.5 KPAL. Visit Batteries Plus in Broussard, Karenko, and Lafayette for fast and reliable phone and tablet repair. Get powered in-store, curbside, and at BatteriesPlus.com. News Talk 96.5 KPAL. Right now, traffic. Unfortunately, there are no crashes at this time, but please stay safe out there. Also, uh, we've got an emergency uh traffic closure happening on the Atchafalaya Basin Bridge uh, near Lake Pelba. Uh, we've got uh, it's going to be reduced uh, down by a lane so please be mindful and DOTD is asking to avoid that area. It's going to happen after lunchtime about 1.30 this afternoon. Just keep that in mind. Also we've got that and other traffic closures at the website kpl965.com There are over 10,000 reasons why still is not sold at Lowe's or Home Depot. Find tools for the job site or your own backyard at over 10,000 authorized local steel dealers. Find yours at stihlusa.com. It's time to win cash. Get your KPL News apps ready because here's your chance to win up to $30,000. Just enter the following code into your KPL News app where it says win cash and make sure you listen for more codes throughout the day because the more codes you enter, the better your chances. Here is your next code. Your code for this hour is 
1-866-767-1666. That's 166. Wincast brought to you by Matthew James Financial wants you to be a winner here on News Talk 96.5 KPL. Folks, my friend at Service Chevrolet and Cadillac say we got deals all the way to the end of August, and you better come check them out. All 2023 Chevrolet Blazers in stock, we got a deal. All 2023 Chevrolet Equinox, we got a deal. In stock, of course. And all 2023 Chevrolet Silverado 1500 Crew Cab, woo, we got a deal, folks. We got some special interest rates you don't want to miss. Also, folks, you know, services in the name, they service people. Tire price match guarantee, free multi-point inspection, Spring tire event, $100 rebate on purchase and installation of a set of four tires. Hey, they're making deals at Service Chevrolet and Cadillac. If you can't get there, shop online at servicegm.com. Servicegm.com. Shop Louisiana's largest selection of Chevrolets and Cadillacs. We're getting new inventory in every single day. Service Chevrolet and Cadillac. It's in the name. They service you. Folks, new used cars, they got them all. They're just waiting on you. Service Chevrolet and Cadillac. This hour brought to you by Restoration One of Lafayette, your local expert for water, fire, and mold remediation. Call 337-RESTORE now and let them get your home back to its original glory. The views expressed in the following show are those of the hosts or hosts only. They do not represent News Talk 96.5 KPL or Town Square Media. Moon Graffon Show, hour number three of the Moon Graffon Show. Appreciate you joining us today, 844-766-6607. You can email me, moon at moongraffon.com. Moon at moongraffon.com, your opportunity to be a voice. Don't forget uh, Dan Bongino, who, by the way, is sticking around, if you hadn't heard. <laughs> yes, he is not leaving radio. No, not leaving radio. And uh, he's at 12 to 3. Joe Cunningham slides in here from 3 to 4. Four to six, it is, uh, Shannon is offsides, and of course, our friend Mark Levin, and then the, my friend, American Ground Radio, so, <clears throat> excuse me, sorry, Brandon, mm. as I'm watching, I got on a monitor right here, for people that uh, like to follow fishing, mm-hmm. Caney Lake, I yeah. should have announced this in the first deal, Major League Fishing is fishing Caney Lake, this whole okay. they're fishing for five days on Caney Lake, and then they're going to Bussy Break, which is in Bastrop right above, mm-hmm. so if you want to watch MajorLeagueFishing.com, you can check them out. And uh, trust me, they're going to they 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 catch some nice fish if you want to watch them so you can check them out on that. Of course, half to the moon, Grafonja. <laughs> you know, it's going on live every single day. Uh, what was I, I came across something else. I, let me see if I can go back and find this. And I probably won't because I need to find it. Oh, it was what I shared with you. Uh, I'm not making this up, folks. Y'all, y'all find the latest on climate change. I really am not even going to talk about this hour, but I, I just came across this. And uh, rice is the largest, tar- latest target of climate change cultists in a global war to stall population to death. Uh, the world's third produ- most produced agriculture crop, rice, which, by the way, Brandon, we're sitting in a uh, rice deal right now, as you know, mm-hmm. is the largest target in the globalist war to destroy food supply. Everybody think we're joking. They really, why would they do that? Well, they, they don't want you to eat meat. 
They don't want you to eat rice. They don't want you to eat, uh, you know, fish. They don't want you to eat nothing. They don't even want none of us to exist. These people are crazy. The whole climate movement in the United States of America is the dumbest. I don't care how much money your friends will make. I don't care if somebody has a job in that business. The dumbest thing we've ever allowed in this country besides wearing masks. Oh, I saw a report on that. Y'all didn't see this? I hope I got it right here, Brandon. Just, just brought my attention. The number of stillborn babies from people wearing masks. They, they did a, there was a, a study in Germany where it not only stillborn, it was some other things, but stillborn babies that went skyrocketed up. And they have traced it back to overwearing masks, not making that up. I saw, as a matter of fact, I don't even know if I, I think I printed it. It might still be on the machine. Uh, mask. Mask was there. They, they, and it wasn't even that. It was, it was a couple other things, too, that they blamed on wearing masks that have hurt and killed people and made people sick, which, by the way, doesn't surprise me at all. It might surprise you, but it doesn't surprise me at all. Nobody ought to walk around with a mask. Nobody ever, 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 except in situations in hospitals, and that's called operations. Did you see what a New York professor said? Earth Day was Saturday, apparently. What a wasted, what a wasted day. You sat around and, and celebrated uh, Earth Day. What a wasted day you had. New York professors say Earth Day should be a religious holiday in a Time magazine or op-ed. It is a religious holiday. It's a satanic holiday. It's a satanic holiday. They want to call it a religious holiday. The self-declared environmentalists argued on the 53rd Earth Day we thought it's use, uh, useful to poise what a real Earth Day should represent, how it could be formed, a central time for a new approach to worship. So, where's it go, folks? We're going to get y'all, you people that work for the government, y'all might get some more days off. <laughs> we got Earth Day. I never liked it from the first day I heard we were going to celebrate Earth Day. And I was a kid going, what the heck is that? Still doing that. What the heck is Earth Day? But that, that's it. Religious holiday. It is a religion. So they want to get rid of rice now. We don't, want to, we don't want to have too much rice. You know, Brandon, out of all the foods you think about that are really cheap, that go a long way, that fill you up. We grew up in a family of five. And when I moved, and of course I'm in South Louisiana, we eat rice every day, right? We should. And... uh we went, we moved, I was in North Louisiana. I'll never forget my next door neighbor would come over to see us one evening or something like, and they'd say, what y'all cooking with rice today? <laughs> well, when you got a big family, rice was a great filler. You could put gravy on it. You know what I'm saying? You could, you could cook a, any kind of gravy. You can make it in a jambalaya. You can make gumbo. With, you know, it's so many things you could do with rice. But rice was a great filler for families. And you know what else it always has been? Really cheap. These, I mean, these, these people, for lack of a better word, they suck. These, these global warming people are sick. John Bell Edwards is no different. All the people that believe in a lie, they believe in a lie for money. 
Man, if the federal government, you know there are people out there, if the federal government is going to send you money, you take that money. You take that money, man. You don't have a turn down free money. None of it's free. I just, uh, rice. For God's sake, rice. How many poor people, how many of us middle-class people, and folks, you know what I'm talking about. Somebody listening to the program can call me. How many times did you eat rice at your house during the week when you were growing up back in the day? How many? And I'm going to tell you, we did it a lot. And we did it a lot because we were a very, very middle-class family. You know, we ate Brandon. I went to see my old mama the other day. And, and I, I, of course, I always stoop through the refrigerator because she's always cooking something. You know what she had in that brand I hadn't had in a while? One of the best, probably the best gumbo I ever ate in my life. Mm. Turkey neck gumbo. Okay. Brandon, I'm talking about <laughs> the big turkey necks about like this. Mm-hmm. The meat on it's good, but it makes the best gumbo. That's my, we grew up on stuff like that. You know, we grew up on wild game where you suck the rice out the, the squirrel head. <laughs> good lord. <laughs> the eye sockets would fill up with rice. Mm. You take the head, you suck the rice right out of it. We ate rice. I'm telling we ate rice five meals a day. I mean, five meals a week, if not more. And you got these idiots now that are smarter than us, and you got to protect the climate. We got to cut the rice. Got too much methane. Yeah, I didn't know rice fought it. <laughs> rice has gas. Did y'all know that? Ask these climate people who want to worship Satan himself. I mean, the stupidity of it is unbelievable. But yet, that's where they're going with all this. All moon. How many people thought that we couldn't tell a difference than a boy and a, that a boy could become a girl and a girl can become a boy 20 years ago? How many people thought that marriage was way more than a man and a woman? Didn't think that happened either, did you? How many people, how many times did you think in your lifetime that, you know what, we, we're not going to, uh, you know, we... We're going to have electric cars one day. Boy, that's going to be the greatest thing, sliced bread. And the sad thing about that is for us to go to electric, it's going to be, trust me, so much more expensive, so much more expensive than what we're doing now. And by the way, we're not hurting the planet at all. God gave us all this stuff. Matter of fact, you saw what John Kerry said. You know, the one, I think he started in Vietnam, according to Russia. Green energy would be more competitive if we raised the prices of oil and gas. This is what I mean. You people that want electric, go buy it. If you buy it at the same planet, you're an idiot. But uh, you're an idiot, look in the mirror. If you're buying an electric car, electric this, electric that, and you want to do that, that's fine. Why do we have to punish people for just going out there and living and using the stuff that God gave us and oil and gas and fossil fuels and anything else you want to say? We shouldn't. John Kerry knows the stuff they're trying to push, nobody wants it, number one. And number two is it's way too expensive. So what does Kerry want to do? He wants to raise the prices on oil and gas so green energy crap can be can be uh can be competitive because they know it's not competitive. It's never going to be competitive. On Friday broadcast, MSNBC, Andrea Mitchell. John Kerry stated that wind and solar power will become far more price competitive than oil and gas. If oil and gas companies see the cost rise because they have to spend huge amount of money for carbon capture and storage and utilization, which they ought to not be doing. I want you to think about that, folks. He wants everything higher. 
then you notice when they sell this and Biden and Obama and everybody sells it, oh, it's going to be cheaper. It's going to be cleaner. It's not. Why they got to drive the cost up? That means everything will be higher, higher. They bring the cost up to be higher on purpose. Kerry said, I would say to you, Andrea, Andrea Mitchell, and frankly, I'm surprised pleasantly on the position, positive side, about the amount of things that are just taking hold. We see remarkable progress on batteries and battery storage. So stupid. We see in the price of wind and solar coming down still, even as the technology is getting better. No, you don't. If you got to sit there and say, let's run the price up on another so we will look good. You know, Brandon, you went to school. Somebody would down somebody else to make them look good. You know, they can't brag on what they're doing. They don't have the truth on their side, so let me take somebody else down. They want to take everybody down so they can look good. So, by the way, we just got the breaking news. Don Lemon has been fired. Which, CNN? Yes, to which, to, to, which, to which Joe Cunningham just wrote and said, all things in balance. <laughs> <laughs> well, John, Don Lemon should have been fired five years ago. You can't put that much ignorance in one bowl, but we, I guess they did. Oh, God. One guy says he lost it all with rice farts. Well, what's methane? Rice farts. Rice farts. But it's methane, just like cows. I, I didn't, you know, I can't wait to see the diapers on the cows out there. Folks, I, I go home every day, Brian. I go in the country. I see cows out there. I keep thinking, boy, it's going to be really cute when you walk <laughs> out here and see diapers on them. You're laughing. This is the kind of idiots we're dealing with. These people are so far left and stupid. They really are, folks. I feel like a road scholar every time I get around them. If it's going to be far more price competition than oil and gas, if they have to spend huge amount of money for carbon capture, storage, and utilization, yes, you keep. In other words, if we take these companies down to the ground and they got to keep charging more, look how good we're going to look, John Kerry. Who made his money the old-fashioned way, married, married into it. You know, and it doesn't create hardly any jobs, folks. But people out there, Republicans included, their ship has come in, and they don't care. They just soon, they don't give a dang what happens to everybody else. I told you, I talked to a former, a real good friend of mine. He said they ain't bought, they ain't bought into that yet. they still leasing, forming, and all that stuff. He said, boy, it's hard to pass up. He said, it's so much money. Yeah. Printed money, making everything cost way more, and this is going to make it worse. I mean, look, if you want to destroy the country, just do what Obama and Biden are doing now. We're eventually going to get there. Let's take a break. 844-766-6607. You're listening to the Moon Graffoni Show. 